Hey guys, Paul from Belgium Performance Coaching and the Complete Personal Training Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about posture. reason for this is I've seen a lot of posts coming out where trainers are demonizing posture, things like text neck, um, things of that nature, and yet they'll recommend that people spend you know, at least three hours a day reading books, uh, which seems to me as a bit of a false dichotomy because reading or cognitive dissonance, because reading a book you sit in the same posture as text neck. And here's the thing with posture. So you can approach it from multiple different ways, okay? So from the evidence-based perspective of posture and pain, there is no leak, okay? If there is, it's very, very tenuous at best because people with terrible posture don't have pain, people with fantastic posture have pain. Um, fantastic posture meaning like the traditional archetypal posture of really big upright posture, you know, chest out and proud, all that kind of stuff. So we know that posture shouldn't be implicated in pain by this point. Now, this doesn't mean it isn't, okay? So this is where things get a little bit tricky. So some people's posture and resting postures may contribute to musculoskeletal pain, some people may not. So what this does, it means that you need to test your interventions quite quickly, and if you find they're not working, you need to find another solution for that problem by approaching it from another angle, because that's not the particular intervention. So we don't need to worry about that. For lifting, it doesn't seem to matter as much either. Different postures generally don't have uh, an increased risk of injury for lifting weights. This doesn't mean postures ineffective or unimportant either. What happens in this situation is the better posture that you have for the actual lift itself, so not just, it's not always chest, chest up, shoulders down and back, it's not bad at all, but individualizing the posture for the lift will give better performance. This is why we learn form for different things it's when you go play basketball, you learn how to shoot free throws before you shoot step back three pointers. You need to get the fundamentals right. And there's a particular posture and movement for shooting a successful jump shot. It's the same thing with lifting weight. So if you want our clients to get good, we want to focus on that. Finally, the last aspect of posture that I want to discuss is the psychological aspect of posture. Now, we know now that starchy posture is increased move increased episodes, or not episodes of depression, but uh, an increased likelihood of feeling sad, feeling down, etc., like that. While saying tall and proud can boost your mood and self-esteem in some capacities. So for this particular stand, strategy, or this particular struggle that we're having with what do we do as trainers? The first thing is initially we get the clients just to be happy moving, okay? We want to get them moving. They're going to feel better. They're going to feel better in every single way. We're not going to demonize any single posture whatsoever. And we're going to get people to focus more on what they can rather than what they can't do. We want to create an environment of inclusivity to exercise and not put up false barriers towards people actually training anymore. The next thing we're going to do with posture is we're going to start teaching people how to individualize their postures based on their own unique bodies to get the most out of each and every exercise that they do. This is incredibly important because we want to get great results for clients. We want them to get strong. We want them to get lean. We want them to achieve what they want. So let's do our job at, to the highest amount of our, our ability. Just because you can do an exercise with so-called crappy posture doesn't mean you should. Just because form doesn't really correlate with increased injuries doesn't mean it's not important for other things. So this is where you know, taking the client from level one to level three, the strategy I talk about is very, very useful for that. And finally, with posture and self-esteem and depressive episodes and all that kind of stuff, a really good thing is to come back to what I talked about the other day with a focusing clients, their ABCs and their self-talk awareness, uh, self-talk, focus and body language. And just getting people to constantly review that, they'll end up improving their posture by just simply feeling better. They get body language, they'll know they're slumped over, 
and they make them feel down. They'll lift their chests up. They'll do all that type of stuff anyway, and they'll learn to become more erect. Now, with that, you got to tell them this isn't going to solve pain. This is just, you know, let's get you focused. Let's do the right thing. Because for some people, being focused and being more fo- uh, on what the task is doing could be bent over. So it allows people to not fear any posture as such, but to be able to apply full focus to the work that they're doing at that time. So guys, that's some of my thoughts on posture. I could go for a lot longer, but five minute, five minute PT tip. So guys, thanks heaps, and I'll see you all next week.